of hot takes, your daily dose of reviews, discussions. Daily? Daily? Oh, right. Weekly. No, bi-weekly. Bi-weekly. Yeah. Bi-weekly. Your bi-weekly <laughs> dose of reviews, discussions, or whatever. Can't do shit every day, man. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, your, uh, I'm your host, Ernesto, and I'm here with Joel. Hello, hello. Face to face. Face to face. I can see your face. Yeah, for the first time in over a month, right? Because <laughs> right. we both had the Rona. Yeah. And we're thankfully we both recovered. But yeah, we're here. We're ready to go. Yes, yes. And you look good. We sound good. Yeah, we we, good. we're good. Yeah, levels are tight. Everything. My chair's a little squeaky, but that's external. We'll stuff. leave it up. We'll leave it to post. <laughs> yeah, we'll fix it in post. We'll fix the post. Yeah. So today uh, we have the opportunity to review or discuss Halo. Let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. You've been bugging me to watch it. Thanks, the session I, expired already. It expired already? Yeah. You know what I did instead of watching it? What did you watch? I was watching Lower Decks. Really? <laughs> I was watching Oh my god. <laughs> I watched like six episodes <laughs> of Lower Decks. Wow. Oh my gosh, disappointment. Yeah. But uh, no, not Halo. Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah, Obi-Wan. Which, I'm kind of like, why did they name the show Obi-Wan Kenobi? Could have been easily Obi-Wan or Kenobi. Yeah, I, yeah. I prefer Kenobi. Kenobi, yeah. yeah Kenobi sounds nice because, like, okay, there's Kenobi. Because we don't know his first name. Well, it's Ben. Ben. Yeah, so he's like trying to hide it and stuff. Where did he get the the name Ben from? Do we know? Yeah. Where? Uh, animated animated uh, TV show. Can you elaborate? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I would love to elaborate. So, 10,000 years. No, I'm just no. kidding. Uh, no, there's it a, all there's... started in a studio in Burbank. <laughs> <laughs> There, in, uh, in the canon, there's a moment where Obi-Wan needs to go undercover. Mm-hmm. So what he essentially does is uh, he fakes his death, much to the you know the regret of uh, Anakin, who's like, I'm going to kill whoever killed him. Yeah. And uh, he takes the name Ben. Ben. Ben, basically. And he changes his face, like they do facial um, reconstructions. Uh-huh. Well, essentially, because it's another person, uh, the one who killed him, technically. Um, and they take his personality, or his, his face. Mm-hmm. They do face-off and stuff like that. And he goes on a cover to find, to root out, like, uh, I think this this bioweapon or some sort of weapon against the Republic. Okay. Yeah. All right. So it's not just they just pulled it out of his ass. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Which I think they sort of did because it started off with a new hope. Right. So. <laughs> like, we have to feel like, how did, how's Ben of all names? Just yeah. out of nowhere. Yeah. See, but... but he kept the first name Ben and mm-hmm. the last name Kenobi because remember in in uh, A New Hope when Luke finds uh, the message hidden in R two and it says <laughs> "Help me, Obi Wan Kenobi," right? And then he's like, "Is that because she mean old Ben Kenobi?" Yeah, be old Ben Kenobi. Yeah. <laughs> it's like they're related. Like, yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Of all things to take, you would take Kenobi as your last name. Exactly. That's like <laughs> as like who has the last name Kenobi? Right, right, right. right. So, you know, like the Kenobi's on, you know, Kashyyyk or something. Yeah, like. wait, Kenobi, who is that? <laughs> yeah. But uh, we're, we're going to discuss it, we're going to break it down as much as we can, and uh, we'll try not to nerd out. It was amazing. That's, yeah. that's all I got to say. So we'll, we'll start but, with the highs. Yeah, well, well let's first touch. Like, mm. since the acquisition of Lucasfilm of Disney back in 2012, they mm. had announced that it was going to be a Star Wars movie every year, right? Right. And for the first few years before it crashed and burned, they kind of were doing that. They did uh, <laughs> Force Awakens and then uh, Rogue One and, right. and Solo. The Last Jedi. The Last Jedi. And then uh, Solo. Solo. And then the rise of skywalker mm-hmm. and i feel like because of the audience reaction to uh last jedi and the reaction that it was like we didn't need this for solo kathleen kennedy kind of wised up and said mm, let's put a pause on the 
on the movies. Right. right and because yeah. of the, the, the advancements of streaming, they the, the medium of TV has become a viable one now, for, especially for expanding the universe and giving us more content. So yeah. they decided, yeah. because of the fan reaction, was like, hey, we want a Kenobi, something to do with Kenobi, they decided to do a, a TV show. Yeah, yeah, and especially, like, uh, you, create a, you bring a great point, especially with, like, stagecraft and the volume. Mm -hmm. Like, though, you can bring movie-level content to televisions, essentially. Without. Yeah, it depends who does it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> true, yeah, true, but there's, like, um, I feel like film always had that one-up on TV, right? Like, the visuals of the world and stuff like the that. Grandurist. The Grand grandeur. Grandeur? The uh, grandeur? Grandeur. Yeah, the grandeur. Well, the, grandeur. The pretty colors. Yeah. <laughs> stuff like that, yeah. And then now you have something like, say, like, The Mandalorian. Mm -hmm. And it, like, it does look kind of weird, especially if you're with the trained eye, but given the technology from there to, like, say... Uh, Legends of Tomorrow yeah. and stuff like that or like uh, the, the Marvel films and Netflix it's just a huge step forward with the yeah, technology very much so did they shoot this the same way they shot Mandalorian in that cube yeah, yeah. I, I would think so too because so, some of the scenes do feel very um, claustrophobic, claustrophobic. Yeah. I think yeah claustrophobic but there are scenes where it feels vast and I don't know if that's like they're getting better with their technology <laughs> or they're like they're lifting a Restrictions because yeah. the show was what like when they were starting lifting restrictions and stuff. Like yeah, that. they they started shooting because uh like towards the end of the the Hollywood restrictions on COVID, mm. and but again like they shot uh Boba Fett all throughout COVID and that kind of felt like it was playing already with like expanding the 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 scenery and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, but what do you think of Kenobi? Um, I love it. Like, yeah, yeah, I love it. <laughs> yeah. So like, yeah. Obi Wan is my favorite character, mm, yeah. just because like he like he's the 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 one who essentially got like left out mm -hmm. of the whole Skywalker saga, but he plays probably a more pivotal, uh, just as pivotal role as like Luke. Yeah, if anything. Yeah, definitely. That whole uh, relationship, especially when he first showed up, it's very, it's like, whoa, this guy, he, he's the wizard, essentially, yeah. in the hero's journey, right? <laughs> yeah. So who would not like the dude is like, okay, let me get you where you need to go, and then like, he gets killed off. You would like to know more exactly. uh, about yeah. that character. Yeah. And uh, uh, Alec Guinness, unfortunately, he regretted that, that role, <laughs> but he did it like... For what it was worth at the time in the 70s, he did a, a decent job. Yeah. But Ewan McGregor just blew it out of the park. Yeah, I, I cannot picture a better Obi-Wan as Ewan McGregor. Especially yeah. when it, coming from Phantom Menace and just seeing that character develop into like, how's your brother, how's your mentor, oh and stuff God. like that. Yeah. Fuck. So I, 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 I cried, I'm not gonna lie, I teared up. Yeah, like, right? If you don't cry, you're not you're a fake fan, you don't yeah. like Star Wars. <laughs> well, it's like, like, it doesn't resonate with you. Because like, you mm. could be a Star Wars fan, but like, not have it to be like someone like me where... It was always like back in the day when it, the the original trilogy was always on Spike. I would always watch it no mm -hmm. matter what. So I spent a lot of time watching yeah. the original trilogy and then watching some of the prequels. Right. So seeing that relationship culminate in in Episode Three, where yeah. he had to do what he did for with Anakin and then have it come back again. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, <laughs> it's like uh, the, the pieces are there, right? As much yeah. as we talk crap about the prequels now, before you know the sequels. Uh, it, it felt like the idea was there. The, the George wanted to do a relationship, a brotherly relationship, maybe even fatherly mentorship yeah. with with uh, Anakin and uh, Obi Wan, and yeah. like seeing that in revenge. You know, it's like I failed you. You know, just 
Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm if if it just you know if, if it was more focused on that, I would it would be more impactful. Yeah. Even yeah. Don't you kind of wish that because it's been you know 2005 was when Revenge of the Sith came out, mm-hmm. and now we're in 2022. They started shooting this what 2021 till end or so. So mm-hmm. it's been what 16 almost yeah. almost 17 years or so. Yeah. Don't you think that the technology would have been better if they would have did this like 10 years ago or something? Yeah, yeah, definitely. It feels like uh, the, the technology gets caught up with what, yeah. what would have been shown and stuff. Like, like just imagining, uh, like I see the volume and it's just essentially, if you don't know what the volume is for stagecraft, it's like these huge LED screens or, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I don't know what, like maybe it's OLED. OLED probably. OLED, yeah, more, specialized more, yeah. screens. And essentially, they project the scene around the the, the talent, essentially. Mm-hmm. And it feels like it's within that scene. They can build from, you know, physical structures from that. But if you look at the prequel stuff, it's just one big blue stage. Yeah. And then they add the stuff in. Like, even what still gets me is that the clone troopers throughout the whole all thing. All of them are, are fake. Are all Except fake. for, like, one. <laughs> right, yeah. They're all fake except for one. And then, like, in Jangle Fett or something yeah. like that. Yeah, and I just see how far the technology has come from, from there. Yeah, very much so. And, and there was one thing that um, George Lucas always said that, the reason why he delayed the prequel so much is because the technology wasn't there. Mm-hmm, yeah. he, you know, a lot of the the of the original trilogy was uh, practical. Yeah, you know, puppets and miniatures and stuff like that, which is amazing because it looks like you could tell now. But you know, 40, 50 years ago, fuck, really? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's always a trip because like you think like a child born of the in the early nineties, you think oh, twenty years ago was the seventies, right? Right. <laughs> yeah, it was, we bring up a great point because uh, during the time two thousands, that was revolutionary technology. I yeah. mean, it's it's the first what blockbuster indie film to use that kind of scope and uh, yeah. talent. But if you think about then back then in the seventies, like just miniatures itself feel like that's a huge step forward like really or like it's a high technology you know what i mean but that's the visual effects in the 70s yeah and then in the in the 2000s it's these uh it's the blue screen and stuff like that and yeah. now in the 2020s it's it's stagecraft see and you could tell like the the, the quality because like if you look back mm. uh, at the prequels it's not very the the the, the graphics don't really hold up you could tell that it's like cartoony in a sense like I remember having visions of, or like memories of watching uh, uh, The Phantom Menace and being like, whoa, what the fuck? You know, I was what, six or seven when that came out. Right. And then when I go back and, and the, the recap, they're like, how did, how did this fool me? Right, yeah, yeah. Okay, speaking of the recap. Oh my God. It's the greatest piece of Star Wars that's ever been released. Yeah. <laughs> I was, uh, like, we got the chance to uh, watch. The, what did I? No, I didn't. I had friends. Uh, I went to celebration. They had the chance to watch the tech, the first and second episode mm-hmm. of uh, Obi Wan in like the big theater yeah. with all the other people, and uh, they didn't have that. They didn't have they, the recap. They, they didn't have the recap oh. or the warning. Really, <laughs> they didn't have the recap or the warning, so they they just went straight into it. So, uh, let's talk a little bit about the warning. It mm-hmm. says some of some some of these fictional events may yeah, might, might be. Right. Some people might find like, wait, okay, so you're saying it's fictional, right? And you're letting people know, hey, this isn't real, but you might get a like, yeah, basically, (laughs) you'll get flack. I mean, uh, the first episode, I I love it because not only is it a one take, which that that's my spot, yeah, you really, but also it's a it's first person ish, Mm -hmm. you know, you're right there with them and stuff like that, yeah. 
Which, okay, so the recap. It starts off episode one with a quick, what, five minutes or so? Recap of everything that transpired in episode one. All three movies. (laughs) One, two, and three. Yeah. And it it starts with finding young Anakin to the death of Qui-Gon to uh, Obi-Wan becoming the master, Mm -hmm. training... uh, Anakin, Anakin banging Natalie Portman. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then ultimately ending with the big battle on, what's that one lava planet? Uh, Mustafar. Mustafar, yeah. And he slices him up and all that okay, shit. Yeah. yeah. And then it, it starts off from there where we find this grizzled, like old, defeated Obi-Wan. Yeah. Because they have, it's 10 years have passed. Yeah. And they've been hunting Jedi. Yeah. Which is chilling because, what was it, episode Six, I think it was when he opens the crate and there's just a bunch of lightsabers. Yeah, that yeah. is a chilling thing to yeah, see. I mean, even that. There's okay, we're skipping. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, the first episode, uh, it, it's Obi Wan and he's just the grizzled, he's PTSD out. He's mm-hmm. having nightmares. I'm assuming flashbacks, flashbacks, reliving that that moment. That yeah, probably the most painful part of it he's ever experienced. Yeah, and he and it reflects in his lifestyle. I yeah. mean, it's it's it's, it's essentially a uh, it's an exile. Yes. Mm-hmm. But it seems like just uh, he lives in a cave. Right? Yeah, it's something that he feels like he's punishing himself because of that. Yeah, he's like his uh, duty at the end of the third one was to watch over Luke, and yeah. which I always feel like he got the raw side of the deal. Because <laughs> fucking Leia grows up as a princess, and technically Luke is also a prince, right? Because the mom Padme was queen, right? right? Oh, Naboo. Yeah. Right. So what the fuck? You, yeah. you send the kid off to the desert to. <laughs> Barely survive farming water, and the girl lives in a life of luxury. <laughs> right, yeah. Like Leia's a double princess. Yeah, exactly. Right? No, it's, it's funny because in the recap, uh, it's like it's Leia, and then um, Bale like instantly adopts her. Like, oh, we want to, we want a girl. We don't want a girl, and, and it, it makes me laugh because it's like I could imagine the wife saying like. Yeah. I get to go right now. Like it's, a, like it's a deal or Black Friday selling out. Like it's a girl, not the boy. Is it going out of business? Though. Right. Yeah. Skywalker's going out of business. My one, yeah. one free. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we see, and then it's that shot in the trailer where he's scanning the horizon and he sees uh, young Luke pretend to be uh, pod racing or some shit. <laughs> Which it tugs at your heartstrings because yeah. you know he's like, holy shit! Like we never saw the him watching over Luke. We just we just kind of understood that it happened right. because they both lived on Tatooine, and we know that um, Ben was considered as like a hermit, who, a crazy old guy who lived in mm-hmm. the outskirts of the city. Mm-hmm. But we never really got to see him like actually monitor, or see see Luke grow up, and right. see all that stuff happen. Yeah, yeah. You know? And then he leaves toys. Yeah, yeah. It's something like uh, he, he doesn't know what to do with his life. Mm-hmm. And the only thing he knows is Luke, which is fair. But also, uh, I, I rewatched the first episode. And it's like uh, he's afraid. It feels like he's projecting uh, his fear onto Luke. Yeah. Way. Because Luke, he, in the first episode, he gives, a, he gives like a, I think a T-16 or something like that. Like yeah. a Skyhopper uh, to Luke. And then Owen's like pissed off. So oh, it was a dick. So yeah, that that scene, I was like, you know, I'm glad <laughs> you got burnt to a crisp. <laughs> and uh, essentially, he's like, you're not. A, you don't care for him. You're afraid because he's showing, which is essentially like you know his force powers or his mm-hmm. force sensitivity and stuff like that. And it's like, yeah, like he brings a good point. Like, are you protecting him because you're afraid they'll find you, or you're protecting him because you know he's yeah. your he's your you know protege, protege, or he's your, right, or what's the father? He's like your grandson, essentially. Said, right? Yeah, essentially. Yeah. 
And that scene where he they they Uncle Owen confronts Obi Wan and then he tells him to stay away from him and Obi Wan is like, Whoa, well, we have to, I have to train him, that's my duty. Yeah. And then when he throws it at him, like you trained your father. Oh yeah. Oh, oh my god. god. The, the, the trailer pissed me off. I was yeah. like, You mother <laughs> like, that's the lowest of blows, Owen. You were there. Yeah. You know, he was there with, you know, the children, not the Tuscan, you know, he slaughtered the Tuscan. Like mm-hmm. you were there and he's like Does it um would you imagine that when at the beginning of or towards like the first half hour of A New Hope mm. when he finds that the Uncle Owen and Aparu are burnt to a crisp do you think Vader was there? Uh, uh, I would like to think so. So like to think to make yeah. it even more tragic? Yeah, even brother. Like, yeah, I think I killed my brother-in-law. Yeah. It's something that like literally um, twisted him because he, he was always so fucking, like, angry that he couldn't save his family. Right, yeah. So something that twisted him to the point of turning to the dark side. Yeah. Then now, like, the cycle is complete because he was he was pissed off that they killed his family and then he comes and finishes the job. Yeah, yeah. It's, it seems like, <laughs> yeah, it's very self-replicating hate. Yeah. <laughs> Stuff like that, yeah. Which, well, see, echoed in towards the later seasons of, the later episodes of the season. Yeah, yeah. And the one thing, uh, well, not the one thing, the multiple thing that this show does is uh, it does bring context into a mm-hmm. lot of things like, yeah. like the biggest excuse is like oh you know where these characters belong you know Aunt Beru and Owen are skeletons on the porch <laughs> Obi-Wan's a cloak on the, de- on, the, on the Death Star and stuff like that but uh, seeing these characters interact with each other yeah. you know seeing Vader react to Obi-Wan being alive or, and, or vice or versa. So yeah, or that vice versa. was yeah. Oh my god, that that scene where she, um, the third sister, reveals that Anakin is alive, and you see the pain and torture that Obi Wan has uh, subjected himself yeah. to, like ten years, culminated like holy shit, he's alive. Yeah. See, I'm getting chills yeah. just talking about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I love how cinematic it is. Yeah. Because like, if it was something like say in the movies, it would cut. You know, cut from another scene, cut in respect of Revlon, cut, you know, intercut and stuff like that. But they, they, they do a slow zoom on him and then he goes through like a wash of emotions, like yeah. you said. It's like realization and then and, and kind of like a, a touch of anger and then fear and then like sadness, like deep sadness because like he's alive. Yeah. And it's it, like we saw in episode three where he was trying to reason with Anakin and got to the point where he says only a, a, a Sith de- deals in absolute. Yeah. And then it's like, I, I'll do what I must. And that scene, at that point in the sixth, in the last episode was when I started crying. Oh, yeah. Because of like, fuck again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we saw, um, you know, we saw, spent over, what, nine hours or so of, of these two characters uh essentially like you said becoming brothers meant one mentor and the other yeah and then having it end essentially like that but not really yeah and yeah so let's continue because i'm just jumping <laughs> i'm just jumping to the parts that made me all emotional yeah no i mean those parts are it it's this this tv show as much as people would say that oh you already know where they're going it, it does tug yeah at the heartstrings especially even mcgregor's performance as obi-wan yeah. It's just like he, he wants to go home. <laughs> he was yeah. like, everything starts happening around him, and you know, it's, he even it's, refuses. He refuses yeah. the first few times to go uh, help Leia, who gets kidnapped. Yeah. In, uh, we saw Flea, which was weird from the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah, yeah. Right. Like, as soon as he came on screen, we're like, Flea? <laughs> <laughs> You're here? Like, nice? Yeah. No, what's the name from? He was in Back to the Future as well. Yeah. yeah I forgot. I was like, Needles? Like, you're here. <laughs> but, but yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, she gets kidnapped in an effort to um, bring Obi Wan to light, yeah. to the light, and uh, the uncle, what's his name? No, the the the, the adopted father. Of, oh, Bale. Uh, Bale. Yeah, he reaches out to uh, to Luke in the in. We got the sense that they were never going to communicate, right? Yeah. Like it wasn't like they weren't going to acknowledge each other, and one one was going to take care of the other, essentially, right, of the right. of the children. Right. But uh, extraordinary circumstances had uh, Bale reach out to Luke, to Obi-Wan, I mean, in, in an effort to try to rescue Leia. Which I think the character, and the, the actress who, who played Leia, captured the essence of that character beautifully. Yeah, I, I, love, I love baby Leia. Yeah. yeah I love Bale. I love that she's snappy. I love that she's smarter than, you know, most, her age. Yeah. Than most even, even Obi-Wan was like, how old are you? Right, yeah. It's like, and I love that they, they alluded that she's showing. Yeah. Yeah, like the, just the fact that she can, uh, she can look at you and like know what you're feeling and know your history and know what, like what... Uh, preconceptions you have see okay so what you have have liked to have seen throughout the season throughout mm-hmm. the series or something like when she's getting uh interrogated or something mm-hmm. like she like force does some force <laughs> magic or something, just to show that she's force sensitive because like throughout yeah. throughout the whole uh, uh original series we didn't really get that right you know she was just luke's sister mm-hmm. and then in the in the um jj verse it it, it <laughs> Like through flashback, you know, right. said that Luke trained her and she became one of the more powerful Jedi's and all stuff. Right. But we never really got to see her as a warrior. You know, yeah, she was. We saw her as a princess and then later on as a general. Right. So that would have been awesome to to see like her like you know force push somebody or something. Like yeah, that, you know? I, I'm right there with you as much as much as I I love to see that. Yeah. But <laughs> my my biggest my biggest. Not gripe, but I, what the, one of the things that I love about this is that it's so anti uh, fan service. Yeah. Because as much as I'd love to see Leia, you know, do some sort of force, so like force when he, trickery. When they were uh, having the conversation with the cousin, mm. you know, he says something that pisses her off and then boom. You know, and yeah, see, that, yeah, that, that, would, that, would be, that would be cool, but like, it, it's, it's so subtle. Yeah. Like, if you, if you, if you uh, know of Star Wars, you know, you know, you know that there's a, you know, a, saying you know <laughs> for force uh what is it uh suggestion you know like you, you know, these are after really yeah. and stuff like that but to see it in such a subtle not like here's in your face kind of like what the jj verse did yeah. the rise of skywalker like here, here's the greatest hits that you love but here it's just like there's something off about her she's first she's 10 years old and like she knows almost everything in like what a couple of minutes just looking at him like, yeah, he could, she could uh, disseminate what's going right. on. Right, yeah, so I, I love the subtlety of that. Yeah. I, a lot of these, a lot of the TV show Obi-Wan did, this is just like very subtle, like, oh, she's, you know, she's force-sensitive. She's showing. Yeah. 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 As well, much as I'd love to see her, you know, <laughs> throw a cup at the dude's head or like a, some sort of like trip him or anything like that. I, I like the subtlety of the show. Yeah, it's it's something that like I agree with you. It's not fan servicey to the point where it, it makes it so blatant like the Rise of Skywalker, but something where just a little like hint, you know, something like the the, the cousin is running away and then all of a sudden something flies and hits him in the head, you know, right. something something just to be like, hey, look, this is what we got. But the rest, like I said, it's perfectly executed. It's subtle to the point. Even she even she does that to Obi Wan. Like she knows something is wrong. Something yeah. is wrong with what she's, what he's being, what he's telling her. Yeah, it's even like you, you see that with her, and then you see the the naivete with it. You know mm-hmm. that she's new because uh, when she does it to him, 
she can sense that he's hiding something, but in her eyes, he's hiding like you're not a Jedi. Yeah. But in his, it's it's that trauma with Anakin and mm-hmm. like the fact that this is Anakin's daughter yeah. that you're you're with, you know, and that just that trauma bubbles to the front. Yeah. And you could also make the argument that the first hints that she she begins to understand that something isn't a hundred percent is that because he's also trained in the Force and more trained than her, mm-hmm. he's like blocking her from actually figuring it all out. Right, yeah, yeah, it's very, he's, he's very sensitive to yeah. that. And it makes sense because, especially as a princess, right, it seems like she interacts with more people than Luke does. Yeah. So it seems like her abilities would develop more, I guess, gradually because of her environment and stuff like that. Yeah, it's, yeah. she has more time to play with it. She has more time to encounter trickery. Yeah, or freedom. Freedom, right? Because yeah. Owen is definitely freaking helicopter parenting him. Oh, <laughs> Luke and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, I like Joel Edgerton. He's a really good actor. Yeah. Um, he, But it's just like, you got, I guess you do have to make his character off to be like a dick. Yeah. Because he's trying to protect the only family he has. Yeah, and like he was there, you know, he had a mom yeah. with Shmi. Right, you know, the dad marrying, you know, I'm, I'm pretty sure if you, you'd be happy if your family's technically... Uh, full and then she gets kidnapped by raiders and gets killed. Yeah. And then your dad tries to go off and he gets maimed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's he's put in a wheelchair and it's like. And maybe as well the only thing that reminds him of his brother. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that, oh god, you're just, you're just digging out of the heartstrings and stuff like that. They're so layered. It's it's so layered. It's very um, it's very layered. Yeah. Well, first let's just acknowledge Deborah Cho, the director, right? Yes. That's Beautiful. Yeah. Good job. Yeah. Um, I mean, there is something to say as a director. You do have like a pretty heavy hand on how the the story uh, goes and goes and unfolds. Yeah. But at the same time, this is a project that's been planned to death. You know? Yeah. Especially uh, the back the backlash that previous projects have received. Right. Know? Yeah. Exactly. And and just uh, we'll lean more on the acting, right? Yeah. Like especially all of the actors felt like they were given the leeway to do what they want. Even mm-hmm. even with Hayden. Like, as much as we love George, yeah. uh, this version of, of Hayden Christensen, even when he's Vader and when he's uh, when he's Anakin with the, the flashback, yeah. it felt like he was given more, better direction. Yeah. Right? You yeah. know? And stuff like that. He's, he, I would argue even uh, Clone Wars aren't animated. Stuff mm-hmm. like in that, in did that, he voice Anakin or no? No, no okay. someone else. But in that one, uh, it seemed like he was more, you know, uh, high spirited. You know, he's he's the chosen one. He's the, he's the one who's, who's been told that he'll save, he'll bring balance to the force. So his uh, his acting mirrored that. You know, he's yeah. high, strong. He's very courageous, and well, it feel like the flashback. Uh, yeah, but you could also make the make the argument that because you know he suffered tremendous amounts of abuse from the fan base. Because of episode one, two, and three, and there's mm-hmm. been you know 15 years in between. He's kind of 15 years in between. He has the second bite of the apple. Mm-hmm. He's kind of have a chance to like mature and really understand what the these characters mean to the yeah. fan. Yeah. To the fans. But I just gotta say, fucking the CGI, man. Seriously. Yeah. You could tell this time, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, that, that's <laughs> the first thing I noticed. <laughs> okay, so usually when it comes to CGI with me, if it doesn't impact the narrative in a very blatant way. Like, yeah. I don't know where he's a CGI monster. What the heck was that for? Yeah. But here, it's... Uh... <laughs> it's it's akin to uh, Superman removing the, the, the yeah, mustache. Yeah, that's very apt. Yeah, but yes, <laughs> yes, you're definitely... So the scene is... I forget the episode number, but it's... it's uh, six? No, five. Five? five yeah. Five? Okay, so yeah. episode five. Uh, there's a flashback scene, and it goes... Uh, they're basically... Vader has found Obi-Wan. 
Yeah. And now they're kind of he's he's going back to Again. the ways he teaches, right? You're right. <laughs> yeah. So he's, he's trying like, how what will he do next? Mm-hmm. And they tell the narrative through flashbacks, mm-hmm. right? Which is very very nice. It's something that like it's just not something to you know flashback and then you know flash forward. Yeah, and it's a flashback of a training session, and so it's yeah. not like them conversing or you know yeah. flying speeders and shit. Yeah, it's, it's it's them training and yeah. and Obi Wan understanding and p- picking the flaws out in, in Anakin and yeah. and highlighting him so he could understand what what he's doing essentially what he's doing wrong yeah and at this point he's still a pot of one because yeah. he still he's has a little 45 and still <laughs> like what took you so long yeah. but yeah he still has the rat tail and uh, yeah when he turns around uh, they did kind of try to de-age him to a degree but I feel they, they kept his uh his forehead stuff. Yeah, that's what I know. His wrinkles, his and wrinkles and stuff like his that. Yeah. Fucking aged. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 because one thing where if you, I mean, it's a TV show. Yeah. So you have to give it that. But there's something where if like if it works almost beautifully, like in Civil War, like how they did RDJ or in uh, Ant Man. Oh, they, Michael Douglas, how they dude. Did Michael Man, Douglas. that scared me. Yeah. I, I I was in the theater and I was like, whoa! <laughs> like, I say, like verbally said, whoa! Like what? Like yeah. yeah. So there there's something like you have to give it some some leeway. Yeah. But it's still you know you're you're supposed to try to uh, give the impression that this is happening what twenty years ago at this point now mm-hmm. because it's it's still in between. Two and three, right? Because right? he still has the rat tail, and which is why what's with the rat tail? <laughs> <laughs> it's a Padawan. Yeah, but is that like mandatory? You have to be a, if you're a Padawan. I you have to so. be. Yeah. And but you could tell, but see, but that's the thing with with you and McGregor. It mm. really wasn't all that noticeable. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It's not, <laughs> it is not, and even to the extent of like uh, Luke when yeah. they brought Luke back, not the first time. No. <laughs> you know, not not that CGI mess. But like with the second time when that was uh, during Book of Boba Fett, mm-hmm. oh, Mandalorian two point five, yeah, right and stuff like that. So like they re- they worked a lot on him and mm-hmm. it looked fairly flawless. Well, they hired that dude, right? Yeah, the guy on YouTube was like, "Hey, look, I fixed it." And then uh, Lucasfilm's like, "You want a job?" Yeah, yeah like, we're gonna take you right now. Like, where are you taking me? Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, right, yeah. And but this one is just like, yeah, let's uh, let's kind of leave him like that. It, for me, it pulled me out of the importance of those flashbacks. It did. It, yeah. it it kind of like if if they didn't focus on him so much, <laughs> I guess he could have like gotten away with it. But every it's actually every reaction shot was him. Yeah, you know. Yeah. yeah. So that's the that's one of my gripes with the with with the with the the TV show was like the CGI. I understand it's a TV show, so but the budget isn't as is it going to be as big as a, a full on feature? But yeah. there's ways you could make it maybe a little darker. Yeah. <laughs> you know, have, it, have them train at night or Work something. Work with the contrast. Yeah, yeah right. No, yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. And I feel like, uh, I'm glad you brought that up, but I feel like it uh, it's the format. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's uh, the one show that came before it was Moon Knight, and that was a Marvel show. But I feel like Mo- Moon Knight felt a little more uh, rounded out and technological-wise. Yeah. It, it didn't really, at the top of my head, I don't really imagine much of like CGI that stuck out. Like there were moments where their Oscar Isaac was next to himself, and it didn't feel like it was a uh, you know weird or anything yeah. like that. Yeah. But for this, it's the same format: six episodes. I think one is thirty minutes. The rest is like an hour and stuff like that. Yeah, 40, 40 pushing fifty minutes. Yeah, and to you, 
because up to that point they're leading up to a duel and to see Hayden Christian finally I think as you said five right yeah. yeah and it's like one more episode left yeah and it didn't feel it felt like it was a little rushed to that it did even 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 though episode six was um, it made me cry brought mm-hmm. like all these back emotions and stuff like that it yeah. felt like the main battle was halfway through the episode yeah. I don't know if you noticed yeah and then it kind of ended with this whole um, the third sister chasing down Luke and then eventually not doing anything right you know right. yeah very so anticlimactic yeah in a sense very very so I, I feel like if they would have restructured that a bit yeah to have the final battle be between Obi-Wan and, and Vader again mm-hmm. so that there is a little more weight to it yeah to yeah. the finishing of the episode yeah, and before I forget, we'll, we'll, go, we'll double back on Reva because I really want to talk about her. But uh, the formatting, yeah, the, like you say, I feel like you already know. But <laughs> it's a, it feels yeah, it does feel rushed. It feels like uh, it kind of loses focus, doesn't it? A little bit. It, yeah. it you know we start the the big journey is uh, Leia gets kidnapped and Obi Wan has to go rescue her. Yeah, and but at the same time, you know, knowing that he's being hunted because. Uh, for the past 10 years or so, uh, the Empire has been hunting uh, Jedi. Yeah. And we get to see this one, like, fucked up scene where there's this one Jedi in a bar and they weed him out and he runs off and stuff like that. He finds Obi-Wan. He's like, hey, I need your help. And Obi-Wan's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, like, I, right. He I turns his back on him. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. cut to, you know, a scene or two later, he's hanging the, the Jedi is hanging from the, the pillar. And I gotta say, <clears throat> excuse me, I gotta say, like, good on uh, the cinematographer to, like, sh- like allude to me lynched. Yeah. Like, because like, you, you, it, it pans, it's a pan up, or not pan up, it's, um, like, uh, they, they, they tilt. They tilt, no, well, they leave the camera, so it doesn't, yeah. Like, yeah. It's a tilt. Yeah, oh, it's a tilt. Okay, okay so right. they tilt up. You're right. Uh, <laughs> they, <laughs> uh, they tilt up, and it's like, you see his legs dangling, and you already know what, what's like, happening. Uh, yeah. that happens to you. But when they actually show the whole body, he's just kind of, like, like strung dead. up. Yeah. But the first shot you see, you already know, like, oh, God, they lynched him. Oh, wait, never mind. But that image of him being hanged is already, yeah, is already alluding to it. That's fucked up. But I also feel like that Jedi is kind of a bitch. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Because if, well, you're, if you're a Jedi, aren't you supposed to go out fighting? Oh, and he, oh he, right. he had that, that opportunity to go out fighting yeah. within the um, in that bar scene. Uh-huh. But I guess I understand the circumstances have changed and stuff like that. Yeah. Now they're, you know, persona non grata. Yeah. Even though they're still trying to help people because that's the code. But I feel like if you're going to die, just go out on your sword. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. we didn't get to see it, so maybe he did. But it, it though the death of that Jedi probably could have been a little more weighted. Way, yeah, yeah. Could have hit heavier. Yeah, it feels well. I feel like he's a, the throwaway, and the only one that actually did was like Leia. Mm-hmm. But then it it does feel rushed in bits, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, it feels like there's a lot of context, but you have to do new con- new storylines, but you also kind of have to uh, root it within Star Wars. Yeah. So we get those scenes that are like only we would get. Yeah, there's gaps. Definitely there's gaps between, yeah. between characters like uh, Kumail Nanjiani's character. Yeah, oh gosh, he's yeah. freaking a troll. <laughs> <laughs> they, they show up in this, uh, Obi-Wan shows up in the in the planet where they're hiding uh, uh, Leia. Yeah. And he's all like, oh, I need help. And then there's rumblings of a Jedi that's helping people. But it turns out to be a scam. And that's Kumail Nanjiani. And then once the Obi-Wan rescues Leia and needs to escape, 
Kumail Nanjiani comes around and is like, hey, I didn't know who you were, but I'm going to help you. And then he, Kumail goes off to face essentially the Inquisitors. Yeah. Like the, one of the more, more deadly uh, fighting force yeah. in the Empire. Yeah. They're like, hey, I'm the Jedi you're looking for. Yeah. And they don't kill him. And it's Reva, too. So yeah. she's very unhinged. Very, <laughs> so it's, very it's very so. She just kind of like throws him aside and like, we'll use you later in the plot. Yeah, wouldn't you be like, at least take a leg or something? I mean, right? that's what I thought. Yeah. A, lot of, a lot of this, uh, it's a good and bad thing with it, right? The one, it, it does subvert my expectation because I thought Reva would get killed off. You know, I thought, yeah, I mean, Jinani. Jinani. Thank you. Yeah. It would get killed off too, but he just kind of like gets thrown to the side and stuff like that. And yeah, it feels like you said, gaps. Yeah, it's like we need somebody to liven up the atmosphere in a few future episodes. Let's bring him back. You know, yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. And it's... Uh, it's it's nothing to do with the acting, nothing to do with anything production wise or editing wise. It's just the, the format forces it to be so uh, focused, yeah, uh, that it loses focus. If that makes any sense, because <laughs> it, it, it's so like it's. I remember when the first and ep- second episode came out, people were like, "Oh, there's so many theories. Like, how is it gonna go? What's gonna happen? Stuff like that." And you you tend to overthink it, mm-hmm. but in reality, it's like now. Nah, <laughs> like oh the first I think the sec the first episode no the second episode the Grand Inquisitor gets killed off yeah and then everyone's wondering like is it a clone you know quote oh, unquote killed right quote unquote killed spoilers killed off spoilers there's a spoiler cast yeah I, I, think, I think I don't think we said that. I mean it's <laughs> given come on it's uh, a given that's you know? fair and uh, it's like he got killed off is it a clone like who is the Grand Inquisitor what's going on and it's like at the end it's just yeah my hate <laughs> my my, my Dark energy, the dark side of revenge sustained me enough yeah. to see you get killed. Yeah. Like that's that's revenge pretty, is a is a good motivator. That's essentially, <laughs> that's essentially like I hated you enough that I lived. Yeah. <laughs> Stuff like that. It's like, oh okay, never mind. I thought it was some sort of elaborate uh Yeah, which I, I would have loved to seen a, a showdown between one of the Inquisitors versus mm. like a Jedi or an Obi Wan, just to see like what because like the Inquisitors are fallen Jedi, right? Right. Or Jedi that turn to the dark side. Right. And they're accepted enough to become Inquisitors. Yeah. So I would have loved to seen, just like Count Dooku. Mm. You know, Count Dooku was a, a Jedi master. He trained Qui-Gon, but turned to the dark side. Right, right. So, <laughs> I would love to see straight a training session with Vader. Because Vader's essentially, it's he's the, is the commander of the Inquisitorius, right? Mm-hmm. And he's trained them. Mm-hmm. So I would love to see in Fallen Order uh, the game where you first see the Inquisitorius, the Fortress Inquisitorius is where the base they're on. Yeah, uh, you see them like there's a train dojo, right? And it essentially looks like the Jedi Temple but perverted, right? It's yeah, like fire and flames, and there's the Imperial insignia everywhere and stuff like that. So I would love to see uh, Vader, you know, breaking them in. Yeah, you know, training them like this. You don't have enough hate in like yeah. someone. Yeah, there was a. Uh like a little side thing but it kind of ties into what what could have been a good thing uh, a good thing to show was in uh, Dragon Ball Super mm. when you know they, they never kill off a character a character never really stays dead <laughs> in anything so like Frieza comes back and yeah. realizes he needs to train yeah. so what he did was he hired he got one of his goons and he essentially was a punching bag and oh every after every day the goon would be, would be put into like the you know, hyperbaric chamber to like heal and then the next day get his ass beat again. Oh no. So it, what if it was something like that? Or they would like bring out a Jedi, yeah. beat him up and beat him up to the inch in to, towards tank. an inch of death, put him in the back to tank and then do it again over and over and over. Oh and over god, that would be horrible and I love it. But that would twist their soul to the point where they would would truly earn the title of Inquisitors. Right, right. Yeah, I would love to see 
You're right. You're absolutely right. <laughs> I would love to see what makes an Inquisitor. Yeah. Because uh, we know how you know Dooku felt. He felt disenfranchised with uh, the, the Jedi Council. Yeah. And he decided to go off on his own. But I'd like to see people who are taken against their will. Yeah. Right? People who, who are Jedi, but they don't want to be Sith or at least dark side users. Yeah. Like well, it's it. I, I mean, like we obviously we're fans, so we're coming up with a whole lot of ideas. Who that you know practically might not ever happen yeah. but it's it's good for us to dream yeah. <laughs> it's good to world build because it's it's uh, as the Obi-Wan TV show if anything it's very intimate yeah right you get an intimate look into uh, Obi-Wan's affairs you get into Darth Vader and like how obsessed he is and you get a lot of these uh, character uh, uh, context mm-hmm. but uh, again like Star Wars there has to be some sort of sci-fi element to the fantasy yeah. and then the, the sci-fi is very enthralling because mm-hmm. we want to know more like, yeah. we want to know more about the Inquisitorius and stuff like we want to know about Vader and how we, or what he's been doing these past 10 years and we wanted to know all about that stuff but yeah. um, what do you think of um, the take of Vader this time around I love it yeah. As much as <laughs> it's yeah. going to be a lot of, I love it, but the thing, my main thing I love about it is uh, they made him weak. I, I see, like, is it that they made him weak, mm-hmm. or is it that he can't still control his rage? I want him weak. Weak? Well, yeah, because uh, when you see Vader, he's he's like uh, this force of nature. Yeah. Right? He's something like the, the, was that the third episode? The mm-hmm. third episode, he shows up. He's killing people left and right, yeah. which is shocking for, again, it's a Disney Plus show, right? Mm-hmm. And he's like, uh, he shows up, which I didn't expect him to be there so early. I think it was the third episode, right? Because it's the mid-season finale. Mm-hmm. So it's the third... Mid-season finale. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the third episode, and Vader shows up, you know, Obi-Wan's like, I sense something. You're like, what do you sense? And it's Vader, and, you know, Vader's maliciously walking down this boulevard, you know, ripping people off with the force and dragging people along. I think one, uh, he, he, uh, think he kills one dude mm-hmm. and then uh, he kills the father and then the son comes out and then he like force pushes Just him against the wall and snaps his neck. Yeah. And you're like, what the heck is going on? <laughs> like that. So uh, like he's, he's still, he has that high metachlorian count, right? Yeah. You know, he, he has that high level of, of force, I suppose. Yeah. But to see, uh, just to see him go toe-to-toe with Obi-Wan and to, like, really see Obi-Wan's rank as master yeah. and to see him quickly adapt, you know, go for his weakness. He even refers to him as master. Yeah. So, because it, when it comes to Mustafar, it feels like uh, uh, it was balanced, right? Like you said, it was something that uh, that the, it seemed like Anakin had the higher ground. Or, you know, the higher... Because he, he, he's in his prime. Yeah. But here, it's, like, not all, like you said, the anger, but it's the, it's the components Mm-hmm. That made him weak. It's making him weak. Yeah, so I see. Like he doesn't has a, a control in his his anger mm-hmm. in a sense that there's still limitations on him, and then added the components like him obviously yeah. losing all his limbs and yeah. the breathe he can't breathe and shit like that. Right. So like I feel like in at the end of uh, Revenge of the Sith, you know, obviously Obi Wan was still way more powerful than Anakin at that time. Yeah. But he was able to control his heartbreak mm-hmm. more so than than Anakin was able to control his anger mm-hmm. his rage mm-hmm. and I feel like in this one it just comes back around because mm-hmm. you know the first time when they face each other 
Obi-Wan is just so shook. Like, yeah. he can't believe that Anakin is still alive. And he can't believe what Anakin became. Yeah. But the second time around, he at Obi-Wan realizes what's worth fighting for. Right. But Anakin is so, you know, rage-focused on getting revenge on Anakin, on Obi-Wan, he doesn't, he can't see clearly enough to be able to, to ch- channel his true power mm-hmm. to the point where he can beat Obi-Wan. See, I see, I love this scene because my take mm-hmm. is that uh, he's he planned this. Meticulously. Meticulously. Right? When they fought, it felt like he was more like, yeah, I'm going to get what I want. Kind Mm -hmm. of deal, you know? I I didn't see him unhinged because when I think unhinged, I think like Maul. You know, like very angry. Like he doesn't see the wall. He doesn't see anything. He just read and then he goes to fight. But when it comes to Vader, uh, he puts trust in what he's become. Yeah. Right? He's put trust in like he's become um, Darth Vader, obviously. But what he looks like is a Sith. Right, mm-hmm. you know, the armor protects him of the pain of losing his loved ones, losing his losing his wife, and lose all the pain and suffering he's inflicted on on other people and himself. But when it comes to uh, that scene, it feels like uh, he, Obi Wan, fought the parts that he thinks made him strong. Yeah, his armor and stuff like that. Yeah, so, well, we saw that battle. Yeah. He was blo- like fucking up yeah. the little, not little... not just literally, but like spiritually. Mm-hmm. You know, because it feels like he he puts a lot of uh, faith. In like what he's become, like this is gonna make me strong, you know. He he's killed Anakin, which is essentially that he uh, what is it? He uh, he buried him away because of the pain and suffering. Mm-hmm. And I'm a different person because that person's weak. Yeah. But here it feels like uh, he he puts too much faith on like his force powers and his his, his brutality, and that fails him. Yeah. Like even even anger aside, it's I feel like he focuses more on the pain of it. You yeah. Know what I mean, so but like that's the thing, like. When he buries Obi-Wan, mm-hmm. wouldn't you imagine he would want it to finish the job? Mm-hmm. But he he's so overconfident that it's done, and then Obi-Wan comes back and fucks him up yeah. royally. Yeah, yeah. I see. <laughs> well, there, there's that overconfidence, right? Yeah. Not just, like, blind anger. There's that, again, that cockiness that he still has, right? And yeah. That he still can beat him, and for the most part, he does. But then Obi-Wan is able to attack, you know, think logically like a Jedi would. Yeah. Yeah. So, but, okay, so we could make the assumption that... I mean, there's, o- there's two takes. They make sense. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm, I'm talking... Okay, now I'm talking mm-hmm. like more grander scale. Like yes. everything. We can make the assumption that Anakin, Darth Vader never really beat Obi-Wan. Because even in New Hope, you know, Obi-Wan puts his guard down. Like yeah. knowing that that's going to be the catalyst to propel... Luke to become the next big thing. Yeah, and 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 uh, Vader's more cautious. Yeah, Vader doesn't go in all out. He's more like, okay, uh, are you gonna? What are you gonna do? <laughs> react? Yeah, because it felt like uh, he, at the first part of the battle, I he was angry, mm-hmm. right? He was very like, uh, I'm gonna go at you 100 percent and stuff like that. But I feel like Anakin, he adapts, yeah, right? and he's able to you know counter him and stuff like that, and and again that cockiness. With uh, with being a Sith, yeah, it's it, like it's obvious. It's not on the scale of you know the end battle on Revenge of the Sith, mm. but I feel like it's a good follow up. Yeah, it's um, with uh, Revenge of the Sith. It's very uh, visually, mm-hmm. right? It's like, oh, look at these flourishes I can do for no reason, you know? Yeah, um, and, jumps and, and um, jumps and leaps and right, you know, <laughs> duel the fates, which is another thing. I I, I hope they would have used. I, I, I I'm happy they did it. You did yeah, it, really? Yeah, because it, at this point, it's fan service. 
But because we already know where it came from, yeah. right? We know with the, uh, no, with the Phantom Menace and the images it evokes, which is fair, which is which is good, and they use it in a trailer. Yeah. Uh, but but to see that they uh, they they made their own. Yeah. Right. You know, there it's a different page in the same book, and they made their own narrative. They made their own music. Yeah. So I, I like that bit. You do. Okay. So like, let me let me reference. Let me bring this reference up mm. to you. So in uh, Justice League. Mm-hmm. When they resurrect Superman, yeah, and then you hear the dark. The first one, the weeding cut. Yeah, the weeding cut. The weeding cut. You hear the dark. Distorted. Yeah. yeah. What yeah. if they did something like that? Or they distorted. They distorted the dual the faith. Yeah, that would be cool. So it's like it's something where you know there's elements of Star Wars that are so ingrained within itself. Yeah. Where you know, like uh, in the Mandalorian, that's kind of different because it's it's still part of the universe, but there's a completely. We're getting a, a backstory to characters that have only really lived in the periphery. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that okay, you can you can have your uh, your freedom to create a new theme song and all that stuff. But now where these characters are so rooted within it themselves, right. within the, the 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 story of Star Wars, the saga, you have to kind of you know bring See, a little bit back. In now that. I don't want it. Now <laughs> I don't want because you're right. It does as soon as you hear Donna, it opens a door. Yeah. Right. So, but I, I that door it, it brings me back to you know what you know, uh, uh, Phantom Menace. Phantom Menace. Right. You know, Maul and Qui Gon. It brings me back to that moment. But I like that they didn't use it because it's in the moment. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, this is a like you said it's it's a new story but it's also rooted within you know previous properties yeah. and stuff like that. But at least it it keeps me there and doesn't push me too back or in the future with the stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, I understand where yeah. you're coming from. There has to be some kind of progression, without a doubt. Yeah, but it just, to progression. me, <laughs> well, to me, it just, it needs, it needed that, like, extra touch. Because, like, yeah. Yeah. we've seen, uh, we've only really seen Vader versus Obi-Wan once. Yeah. And that was, you know, the lame-ass battle on New Hope. <laughs> <laughs> the more, yeah, yeah. narrative-heavy. Yeah, the like narrative talky-talky and all that <laughs> nonsense. Like, no! Yeah, and then, like, we saw it in Revenge of the Sith, because technically he was already Darth Vader. He just wasn't, you know, all fucked up, the, the right, typical Darth right. Vader that we know. Right. So now that we do finally get to see a, you know, the classic Vader versus Obi-Wan, I just kind of feel like maybe mm. just missed that little <laughs> to, to, you know, complete the, the circle. Yeah, yeah. It, it seems like it was a, a duel of the fates sort of thing. Yeah. Because you have, you have uh, Obi-Wan trying to come to terms with what he created and the pain he's inflicted through Darth Vader. Mm-hmm. And then you have Darth Vader trying to, I guess... In his Sith way, move on. Yeah, <laughs> you know, by killing the person that you know inflicts turned him into what he is. Yeah. Right. And exactly. See, like that was the part where, as soon as um, that that battle started, and Obi and Obi Wan was like, "I shall do what I must." Yeah. I kind of wanted to, to Darth Vader to be like, "You will try." <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, it's so fan servicey, but I love it and I want it. Yeah. yeah. And then also when uh, Obi Wan when Vader buries Obi Wan. I would have just been like, now I have it. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the second episode. It's, uh, oh, was it the second episode? But there's a moment where he's a little higher than him. Not even like a foot. Just mm-hmm. a couple, you know, oh, maybe it was a foot. Just a couple of feet up. And he's like, I have the high ground. Or something like that. <laughs> yeah, it would have yeah. been, it just like, I get the fan service. It's, it's people hate it. People love it. I'm, I fall into, I love it. So yeah. it, it, it doesn't bother me at, 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 at all. 
But I just feel like maybe could have had a little bit more. (laughs) (laughs) Then that's that's completely fair. So how about uh, when they had the dialogue when they get his mask? When you see see Hayden in his glory, where it's like it's going through his voice and Vader's voice, and it's like intertwined. That was beautiful. I that see like that whole scene. I was I was crying. I was like, oh my god, I I can't like. it, it, it came back to me, you know, mm. like that, that feeling that Star Wars, the magic mm-hmm. came back to me. And yeah. Like, that's why I like it, it was so emotional. And somebody who's experienced um, those movies as much as I did, like I'm sure you you did as well. It's just it tugs at your heartstrings. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I'm, I'm, I'm chomping at the bit. Yeah. It's a, the, the one line that will always get me and it, it left like a mark on my soul. And it's like. It's Vader, and he's essentially there. It's their duel, and Vader's lost. You know, he's yeah. he's he's wheezing. His control panel's been damaged. He can't breathe regularly anymore. Yeah. And uh, and I think it goes to Hayden's voice, and Obi Wan's trying to plead with him, like I'm sorry. And yeah. then, and then Hayden says, "You didn't the, kill. Don't be don't be sorry, Obi Wan. You didn't kill Anakin Skywalker. I did. I did. And I was uh, like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like." And, and I didn't notice at the time, but he smiles. Yeah. He smiled. Vader smiles. smiles at the concept of like, you didn't do that. I did. You know, I'm like, no, come back. <laughs> you were there. Yeah. And it's like in all, um, you know, you think about everything that transpired. You know, he turns to the dark side. He killed all the younglings. Mm-hmm. He, even, even more that we haven't seen. Even more yeah. than we haven't seen. And and then, like, you think about the ending as well. When he says, he tells, he reveals to Luke that he's his father and stuff like that. And Luke is like, uh, Obi-Wan told me, you killed him. And he's like, no, I am. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just, <laughs> it goes for a circle. Yeah. yeah it's, oh, gosh. the That storyline... Or at least them meeting up is something that just makes this whole show worthwhile. Just to get the context of it wrong. Yeah. All right. Even Vader, as much as as as, as what is it, two feet, six feet, asthmatic cyborg a hole. Yeah. Yeah. He, just to see him like, you know, humbled. To, yeah. To an extent. Yeah. Yeah, and then it gives you the sense that he, you know, he went full in on trying to kill Obi Wan. But then Obi Wan showed him like the true power of the Force. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> to, like, to not like borrow words because that's really what all the villains say: the yeah. true power of the Force. Right. He showed yeah. him the like what the Force can actually be used as, and then he says, "Okay, I still have more, more to go." Yeah. Yeah. And um, let's talk about uh, the third sister. Yes. Thank you. The character. Yeah. So before uh, the the show actually premiered. There was a an article that circulated saying how the Lucasfilm and Kathleen Kennedy, the actress who plays her, let me just double check who that is. <laughs> oh, they right, were, yes. They were telling her like, "Hey, be ready for the onslaught of hate," mm. and which is unfortunate that you know there is that that subset of fan base that anything that you know varies of what they think the, the Star Wars is, it's going to hate. You know, we saw it with. Um, Kelly, Kelly Marie Tran, Tran was, with, uh, with uh, the dude who played um, Finn. Uh, yeah, Finn. But I'm oh, talking about Jar Jar, 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 Jar which even Anakin. Even, yeah, even Young Anakin. Anakin. But the, the the actor who played Jar Jar said he was like this close to taking his life because of all the hate, which is horrible, unfortunate, and it's terrible. Yeah. But and and you know they were already telling the actress, let me see, uh, can oh, be 
Oops, not typing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh, Let me. It, it is definitely, and the one who was Anakin was Moses. Wally. Moses Ingram. Moses Ingram. Yeah, Moses Ingram, and you know, I think she did a good job. Yeah, no, I, they, I they really did. Yeah, yeah they the did. only thing I don't like is the character development. Yeah, yeah, definitely. She's she's one of she's not if not the smartest one of the smarter inquisitors. Yeah, right. I don't know what the rank is. Right, five fifth brother, six sister, and stuff like yeah. that. But she's the third, right? She's so the, the third, third sister. sister so yeah. that's fair. That's like the only one that's there's the second sister, and then yeah. and she the orchestrated. The demise of the Grand Mass, the Grand Inquisitor. Right, right. That ambition. Yeah. Right, that ambition. And he, she's rooted out Kenobi. Yeah. And it took them like <laughs> like 10 years to try to find Kenobi. Yeah, she's, I like her character a lot. Yeah. Um, it's predictable. <laughs> like, because uh, when she showed up, there's a lot of, you know, uh, Star Wars fans, we'd kind of think about, oh, what's going on here? We connected to here, connected that, you know, a la Marvel or stuff like that. Yeah. But for her, she was just uh, the pot of one. During mm-hmm. Order 66. Yeah. And Which is revealed, you know, it's revealed, like, there's a flashback to Order 66 at the yeah. beginning. Yeah. And then, you know, midway through the series, it's revealed that she was there. Right, right. And she saw, you know, Anakin. Right. Just, yeah. She played dead yeah. on top of it. And it's it's kind of, it's really, like, gripping because she says uh, she laid on top of her friend's dead body. Mm-hmm. She felt the life leave. You know, yeah. Like, I was like, what the? That's great. Yeah, and... Yeah, I, I like her. Yeah, I, and I like her a lot. So what I don't, I, what I loved was that at the beginning it set up, and even in the trailer it set up that she's just you know a blind follower of, of Darth Vader, and the rage Vader feels towards Obi Wan, she feels as well. Right. What I don't like is that they kind of made it like, hey, I have my own thing, I want to kill Vader as well. Right. Yeah. It's a, from what I've heard from rumors and stuff like that is yeah. when those. Uh, when Starline got leaked, they mm-hmm. changed it. Really? Yeah, essentially, she was supposed to get killed off by Vader. Yeah, yeah and then that, that happened. Yeah, <laughs> right, yeah. And that just cuts up. But the thing is, how they built it off is uh, she finds Kenobi, and then she failed Vader. She goes to Vader, Vader kills him. Uh, yeah, so it wasn't, so, wasn't going to be like as climactic. As right, it wasn't as, she wasn't as integrated as it was. And it does feel like that especially how it's just kind of uh, she's here she's there and she's not and then it just kind of touches upon her until Mm -hmm. towards the end where she's you know interacting with Owen and Beru and stuff like that yeah which that kind of like was that really necessary no not not really not not in the sense of like well what's wrong with this character but it felt shoehorned very much so like now that you said that they since they leaked the the story, the plot points of that story, it kind of then they changed it. Now yeah. it makes more sense. Yeah, it makes sense that it's it's very like she didn't have much to do up to that point, and so she had more things to do in that. Yeah, yeah, I, I would have loved to see her more integrated within Kenobi's narrative. Yeah, I would have loved to have seen her in a lightsaber duel. Bro, I would love to see her <laughs> try to fight Vader with yeah. Kenobi. Yeah, like that something, cool. something that. Uh, and then she dies there. That <laughs> see, see, like that would that would have been a good f- completion to her story. That would be a good completion because I I get images and this is just my head canon again. Mm-hmm. If we do have her show up, it would be like a Phantom Menace. Yeah. With uh, Qui Gon and Obi Wan, but instead of uh, Obi Wan, it's Obi Wan's the master and she's the the print the uh, Padawan to him. Yeah. Uh, at the moment. 
Yeah. Do you think uh, they set up? They set it up as it's going to be more, right? Yeah. How, how many more seasons do you think they're going to do before they actually reach to the New Hope timeline? Oh, for Kenobi or yeah. just in general? Kenobi. From Kenobi, I heard this is going to be a one-off. A one-off. Yeah. I've heard that they're they're talking they're about they're talking more. about it, but I don't know how you're going to integrate that, and we'll talk about it towards the thing. But for her as a character, I feel like she's gonna like appear like maybe in Andor. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Well, because well, Andor, it's it's the gathering of the rebellion. Because essentially, mm-hmm. what Obi Wan did is, uh, there's a uh, uh, underground railroad for Jedi. Yeah. Right, and it's so when it comes to Andor's era, it feels like the there's actually you know cells forming. There's some organization, and I feel like she will have will help out with the force sensitive against the Inquisitor aspect of it. Inquisitors. Yeah. yeah. What I would like to see is her, because like. It kind of in at the beginning of New Hope, it kind of establishes that you know Obi Wan just stays in the desert and looks over looks over Luke. Yeah. But now they they're kind of um, retconning it so that he's venturing out. So yeah. what I would like to see is that she's so twisted and fucked up because like she is driven by wanting revenge of having seen her friends die. Yeah. But she's also been a part of atrocities. Right. In an, in an effort to capture Obi Wan. So what I would like to see is that what if she goes off to find an old Jedi temple or something mm-hmm. to try to reconnect with the Jedi roots mm-hmm. and she needs Obi-Wan's help to like, hey, have you heard anything or something like that? So yeah. I would like to see her have her own, not not necessarily series, but her own story. Yeah. You know, how about we just do this? We'll go we'll, we'll, <laughs> Kenobi season two. Uh, Kenobi's the master for her. Yeah. We, you see, and that's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's what I would lead to, where yeah. Obi-Wan, you know, becomes her new master. Yeah, yeah, and it feels like uh, he's becoming more, le- he's not helicopter parenting with Owen. No. Because the whole, the whole storyline with Owen is that Obi-Wan doesn't trust Owen to protect Luke. Yeah. Right? That, that's the reason why he's so ornery, right? Mm-hmm. He's like, he's my, he's family, literally, and like, I can protect him, and that's resolved by the end of the story. Yeah. Right. He's like, hey, like you can protect. He's your uncle. I mean, he's your nephew. You can protect him. And I'll go off and do my own thing. Yeah. That's so, how. That's literally how it ends. Yeah. That's <laughs> literally how it ends. And uh, it sets it up. You're right. It sets up him going to like reconnect, or at least maybe help out the rebellion in some way. Yeah. Right. So maybe throwing a force sensitive former inquisitor to to the rebellion, or at least help her on her way would. Yeah, a lot, yeah. I want like if like for me that character needs to die, and I'm not saying it because I, I don't like the character. I like the character. I like the actress. I'm just saying her story arc would make a lot more sense if she ends up dying in like battle or something. Right. Yeah. You know, some something where she was so hell bent in wanting revenge, it blinded her to the atrocities that she was doing. So she kind of needs to make up for it. Yeah. In her own way. Yeah. Yeah. And then. And not just death, but through actions too. Through actions, yeah. yeah. So she can like I see. I'm picturing Ronin, yeah. like uh, like a wandering Jedi slash Sith. Well, she's a Jedi again because she you know she didn't want she, she didn't up the, she didn't kill Luke. She gave yeah. up on her hate, and I'd love to see her still with the red lightsaber, but helping people. Yeah, because like I think wasn't that that was the animated thing? He had a red lightsaber, and then uh, he was helping villages on Tatooine. Yeah. But, well, I guess it can't be Tatooine because Tatooine's still messed up throughout <laughs> the whole movies. Yeah. yeah. Um, what if she meets up with Osaka or something? Ahsoka? Ahsoka, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I would love that too. I mean, it, like they fight each other, but they, they cause aren't they doing an Ahsoka TV show? Yeah, yeah, they so are. Why don't, like, they fight each other and then towards the end of the season, 
like like Osoka finds that there's an, an inquisitor, like mm-hmm. she, but she doesn't know that that she changed, that she's right. going back to her. Way. Yeah, someone in black armor is yeah. wandering and stuff. I'd love to see her join Luke's uh, academy. Yeah, yeah, Jedi academy. I mean, it, it's implied that assuming Luke, that she's still alive, right? Assuming she's still alive, <laughs> but she probably died there. Mm-hmm. Because the majority of everyone died there. Yeah, Kylo yeah. Ren fucked her up. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> how how heartbreaking would it be? Like you see Kylo, and you already have you know he's Han Solo's kid, and then you see Reva, which you've seen since Obi Wan, yeah. and you kind of seen her her shaky arc, but you know she feels bad for what she did. All right, picture this. Mm-hmm. Picturing. All right, close your eyes. Closing. So as Kylo Ren is walking to the temple to destroy it. You hear the boom of a lightsaber, and it's a red lightsaber mm-hmm. to defend the temple. Not again. From from Kylo Ren, yeah. Right, yeah. So like, not, yeah, not yeah. like I I won't let you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Like she's protecting a room of younglings or something like that. It's like not again. And yeah. oh, oh. But, she, but unfortunately, the story's gonna have to go that she fails. Yeah, and it uh. happens, and then the arc. Yeah, it closes. Yeah, yeah, and stuff like that. But it's a tragic ending to her story. (laughs) Yeah, but we know Disney, and it's gonna go one way. It's gonna go narratively makes sense, right? This is an arc. It's it begins, it ends where it began in another Jedi temple and another sacking of it. Yeah. But you know, Disney, we want more toys. Yeah. We want so we're gonna keep her. We're gonna pooch her off to another planet, and we're just gonna say, hey, this is Reva as a Jedi. This is Reva as an Inquisitor, and stuff like that. Yeah. It's. I feel like she's probably one of the more one of the better like new characters like introduced to the canon. Yeah. Which like they have a really bad track record <laughs> of introducing like right. mediocre to bad characters. I feel like this one is is up there with one of the better ones. Yeah, and as much as her it feels like her arc would, would leave in tragedy. As much as I would love it to be like, yeah, she's just happy, right? Mm-hmm. But her 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 job choice you know, puts her in front of a lots of pain, and lots of suffering, and stuff like yeah. that. But good on them for not killing her off there. Yeah, because it feels like Disney doesn't have a good track. At least the new Star Wars doesn't have a good track record of, of female heroes. Because mm-hmm. like Ray aside, yeah. uh, you have like Kira Kira gets mm-hmm. killed off. I think in like the same movie she appears in and stuff like that. And then you have Ahsoka, but she started the Clone Wars and animated stuff. So it doesn't yeah. feel like. Plus, she's Disney also proper. Ahsoka's also like pretty much given up on the Jedi. Yeah, so yeah, that's it's, true. It's like she still has like follows the principles of the code. Yeah, but like she doesn't like to call she her. doesn't call her, call herself a Jedi. Yeah. All right. So, what would you give the series? Uh, a nine. And yeah, I'm right there with you on that. A nine. Yeah, it, it's not doesn't mean that just because it's not a ten doesn't mean it sucks. It's, mm. There are narrative beats. That yeah. feel like they should be more fleshed out, and it does feel like there are missed opportunities like Reva. Mm-hmm. But the future's looking bright. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's looking it's looking good. Um, yeah. Okay, so all right, we'll talk about you know what doors Kenobi potentially opens. Do you think we'll get to see more Yoda? Uh, would you like to see more Yoda? I would love to see more Yoda. Yeah. Oh, I'd love to see him uh, reconnect with the Force through Yoda. Right? Obi Wan, yeah, Obi Wan, mm-hmm. because the Obi, I'm in, uh, in the flashback of the first episode. Yoda's like, "I'll teach you how to commune with your old master." With your old and master. spoilers, we see uh, we see Qui Gon at the end, and it's like, uh, took you long. Yeah, I know. It's like, pre- that freaking 
Jedi hippie. And it's like, it took you long enough. And it's like, Master Qui-Gon. It's like, it just, you know, took him time. So I would love to see him, because uh, uh, he doesn't know how to become a Force ghost yet. Yeah. Right, so I'd love to see uh, Qui-Gon and Yoda kind of like guide him to, becoming to become that. that. Or, as tragic as this sounds again, uh, go through the Force cave and see where he needs to be. Because yeah. that, that scene felt like he knew where he, he needed to be and he knew what he wanted he needed to yeah. do. And he saw, like, one thing was at the beginning of the season where he was so defeated and dejected. Yeah. Uh, and then as the season progressed, you know, he saw the the, 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 the rebel, essentially, um, Underground Railroad, mm-hmm. and they all still believed in a Jedi. Yeah, and that was jarring as hell. Yeah. Not in a bad way, but just like, we need you, right? And then, like, Keanu Mi- Gosh, I can't say his name. The fake Jedi. <laughs> yeah. The, the, the fake Jedi, as, as much as I'd love to see more of a storyline with him... Him switching sides fairly quickly says something about the state of the universe yeah. or the galaxy. Yeah, and it it, it says the, something where they know the importance of Obi Wan. Yeah, and it's one thing that like at the end when uh, when uh, in the last episode when they're being the, the rebellion is being chased down by uh, the the star destroyer. <laughs> um, <laughs> something and, new distance. Yeah, and the. Um, and Obi-Wan, you know, breaks off. Yeah. And the, the Grand Inquisitor is like, we need to stomp out the rebellion. And he's like, I'm not, I don't want to like give up on this for some Jedi. Yeah. And Vader's like, it's not just some Jedi. So yeah. he also understands the Yeah, and it, it's, it's master Jedis are far between. You have Yoda and you have him. Yeah. Maybe Quinlan Boss, which was name dropped weirdly enough. <laughs> and uh, like, he's, yeah, he's there too, but we don't know. Like, yeah. there, there's guidance and stuff like that. Do you think... That they're going to bring back Mace Windu. I'm conflicted about that because yeah. on the one hand, it's uh, he was there in the moment of like a very heavy narrative moment, right? Yeah. Like Mace Windu getting betrayed out the window. Yeah, out the window. <laughs> <laughs> but do you feel like it'll be fan service at this point? Him showing up, you know, like a grizzled, kind of crazy a bit with one hand. Like yo, motherfucker. Yeah, um, right. It feels like he's been pushed into that way where. If he does appear, it's like purely fan service. Right? Yeah, it's it's like it reminds me of a, just to segue. It reminds me of a Doctor Strange with the uh, the Illuminati. Yeah. Like, did they really need, need to, to show it. up nah. for the narrative to be any richer? Or no. See, that's the thing. Like, I feel like if if they do, they have to make it count. Mm. Like that 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 moment the the that Mace window went out the window <laughs> was so pivotal to the story. You know, he was on the verge of taking out. Palpatine. Yeah. And that's when Anakin is like, you know what? I'm just going to go for it. Right. And so I feel like if they're going to do, if they are going to bring it back, which I would be all for, they have to make it something so like epic or so dramatic or so something so pivotal to the yeah. point yeah. where it's undeniable. Yeah. Yeah. See, I, on one hand, it, you're right. Yeah. And on the other hand, I could totally see him showing up in Obi-Wan. I mean, I could totally in Kenobi season two if they do another one. I, I hope could, they do. I, I hope they do too. And I see him. I he could be the master of Yoda. It's him. Yeah. Right. It's him. He's the one who brings uh, his colleague back, you know, and informs him how to do things and stuff like that. Yeah. Which like it's again, you can say fan servicey, and there is a valid argument there. Yeah. But I feel like these characters are so important and so pivotal to what Star Wars is that if they're done right. They, it wouldn't matter. Like it, it, not that it wouldn't matter, but it could be done flawlessly. Yeah, and Obi Wan 
the show. show. Yeah, it, uh, to follow the lines of like Obi Wan. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And with Mace Windu, just to close it off on Mace Windu. Yeah. Uh, we don't know much about it. No. He's, he's like a. Boy. Why does he have the purple lightsaber? Yeah. You know, yeah. why is he's this person? You know. Yeah. Why is he so headstrong? He, he's yeah. the Boba Fett. Yeah. Right, we see him go off, and he made an impressionable scene enough that we want to see him more. Yeah. Uh, it, was he in Phantom Menace? No, he showed up in the second one. Yeah, right? he showed yeah. up when the count. No, yeah, he was. He was. Yeah, he was, wasn't he? Because they go to the council. I think like, but he didn't really have like that big of a. Role, I don't right? think so. Yeah. yeah. What if they do a young Mace Windu? Well, yeah, uh, that's bad. Too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how about this the Jedi Council? I mean, be cool. it'll, be, it'll be something like, I'm assuming, if the Jedi Council is like a, you know, a school system, there's years, mm-hmm. right? So I'd love to see young everyone. Yeah. Right? All of them kind of like, we're younglings on the same age, and we're training to be Jedi and stuff like that. Yeah. Young Dooku. That was, uh, oh my god. See, unfortunately, Christopher Lee is, um, Lee is gone, so. Yeah, so yeah. But he was also like 100, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, speaking of what you're fighting for, how about that uh, the parallel at, at the end? Where the emperor shows up. That was I liked it. I, I see it was it was awesome. But the, did you notice that for a split like the first before he started talking and they uh-huh. zoomed in on that, they used the old graphics. Uh no. It kind of had like the bug eyed eyes and stuff like that. Oh, with the, the like the big stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, no, I didn't notice, didn't notice that. that. No. Like, go back and watch because maybe like you'll pick it up as well, or that might have just been me in my delirium, <laughs> <laughs> like post ejaculation. <laughs> like, oh, what is that? <laughs> yeah, I, I love the parallels at the end. You have, uh, you have the masters appearing, mm-hmm. and you have Obi Wan uh, with Qui Gon, and Qui Gon like, where you been, bro? <laughs> and then you have uh, Vader and the Emperor, and the Emperor essentially scolds him. Yeah. And like, like, like is, he, is he a distraction? And then he's like, no, my only allegiance to you. Yeah. <laughs> it's. Do you th- okay? So let, now let's talk about this. Let's let's end on this because we're over an hour. Did it meet expectations? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. For uh, when it came to Obi Wan, uh, I, I think it met a, low, a little bit below my expectations. Mm, okay. How yeah. So? Well, because uh, as much as I hate using this, it's mm. predictable. And I know it's Obi-Wan, duh. You already know where the narrative is going to go. You're right it has to be. Yeah, it has <laughs> to be. But uh, the half part of it is, is something coming up that I didn't know would show up. Yeah, like what? Yeah, like say uh, Obi-Wan, like Qui-Gon Jinn and stuff like that. And that would, it was towards the end. Yeah. But stuff. But that, like, and that was set up at the beginning. Like, yeah, hey, I'm gonna I, teach you how to, you know. Again, yeah, you're, you're, and yeah. He, he, throughout the season, he's like Master Qui Gon, and nothing yeah. happens. So. Yeah, and it's like it shows up, you know, like stuff that happens, you know, is gonna be paid off. Yeah. The first two episodes, I didn't think like, oh, it's it, they're gonna follow up in the next episode because like he talks about Vader, Vader appears, mm-hmm. talking about Qui Gon, Qui Gon appears. So there's a one to one when it comes to the narrative, and uh, I it was very straightforward to that, and that's what surprised me. Because yeah. I, I thought it would be more uh, like, say, Moon Knight, mm-hmm. right? where it has these storylines where you don't know quite where it's going to go until when it, it, it gets it, there. It gets there. <laughs> yeah. right? But here it's like, oh, he talked about Vader, he's probably going to meet Vader in the next episode. Well, I mean, like you said, it's predictable, but it's yeah. predictable well, because... Predictable it's predictable is a bad, it's a, not a good word to say. Maybe it's... Um, you see it coming. <laughs> What's predictable? I, I just, just with more words. <laughs> um, but I feel like that's that's an unfair um, 
critique mm-hmm. only in the sense that because it is Star Wars. Yeah. You know? It's not like fucking they're <laughs> they're saying something completely out of left field is going to happen. Yeah. It's something where we know where these characters where they end essentially because we know that uh, Obi-Wan dies at the beginning of uh, New Hope. We yeah. know that Vader uh, essentially comes back. Yeah, comes back to the light. Comes back to the light and dies at the end of Return of the Jedi. Exactly. And and that's that's my uh, issue with a lot of the well, like the critics and stuff like that. Yeah. The predictability is if you're standing outside of uh, the suspension of disbelief. Yeah. Right. Like, like even with like DC, you know, MCU and any other pop culture film or TV show, you have to kind of be rooted within that verse to be able to fully, you know, uh, experience it. Mm-hmm. Right. To to go into Obi Wan thinking it's predictable, it's kind of you already lost the battle. Yeah. yeah. Of course, it's gonna. You already know where the end. It's more of the journey. Yeah. Of where of what's gonna happen in the context of the character and stuff like that. Yeah. It's yeah. it's like why are you looking for the end? Enjoy it as exactly. it, as it happens. Yeah. You know? Exactly. Exactly. And Obi Wan, uh, I, I didn't have too much expectations, mm-hmm. but from what I saw, it's uh, it's. It's what it was. <laughs> it's, it's nothing too surprising, you know. Yeah. It, it's um, the context. Yes, mm-hmm. that was surprising. But as a narrative, it's it it's, was more of the same. It's fairly, it's fairly straightforward. Yeah, right. It's fairly straightforward, and it's mm-hmm. nothing too like you know elaborate. Which it doesn't have to be. Yeah, it's like like I was I was saying more of the same, but the execution, which was what, what was good. Ex- exactly. It it reminds me of you know we're like we we like Joseph Campbell, you know, and his. Uh, his uh, three-act story structure and, you know, all of this stuff. And this is exactly it. Yeah. Right? You see him at the beginning as a broken character, as a broken man. At the end, he's more than that now. Yeah. He's aligned with the light and he's able to see his master because of that alignment. Yeah. So it's uh, as much as, like, New Hope was just textbook uh, Joseph <laughs> Campbell. Yeah, this TV show is this, this textbook Joseph yeah. Campbell. Yeah. I mean, it was like, it's that, that, that common saying, you know, there are these stories are archetypes for a reason. You know, they've been told for hundreds, if not thousands, of years. It's just the way they they figure out how to execute them uh, is what matters. Exactly. So it's like, like you look at the Bible. The Bible is possibly one of the you know people could say make the argument well, that's one of the greatest stories ever told, but it's not an original story. Yeah. You know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, it's something like the first thing we had was every story's been written. It's how they're written. Yeah. The, the, the beat of the song is the same mm-hmm. right? but the context and the lyrics are different yeah like again music there's only 12 chords yeah. how you arrange them that's on you yeah and how are you going to be different unless you like do left field like there's 24 chords now <laughs> you know, stuff like that. you're not going to invent a new way to tell a story <laughs> yeah. yet <laughs> yeah. yeah well right. uh, that's been our show I've been your host, Ernesto, and I'm here with my co-host, face-to-face, yeah, again, looking sure. slender and nice. Slender. If only that was true. <laughs> Joel. And uh, that's been our review slash discussion slash uh, wishful thinking. Appreciation. Appreciation. <laughs> uh, appreciation of Kenobi. Uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi is on Disney+. Plus. Check it out. It's only six episodes. Yeah. It, it's a fun, entertaining. We have a, a four-day weekend coming up. You know, it's yeah, easy. Just it's knock it out. Easy, yeah. yeah. Just don't do what we did where we had to wait. Or I had to wait. You had to wait yeah. episode by episode. Yeah. I, caught, I saw the first four. Yeah. I left the fifth one so I could watch fifth, five, and six together. Yeah. And it's it's definitely, especially if you're a Star Wars fan or just a narrative-wise, because mm-hmm. I've, I've watched it with people who don't know a lot about Star Wars. 
and just Ewan McGregor's acting yeah. is enough to push you towards each episode. Yes. And then you and other actors are fantastic in it too. Yeah, it, yeah. it, it gives you the sense of, of I don't want to say like sadness or something, but it's like he's already getting old. Yeah. And it's a shame that his time as Obi-Wan eventually is gonna to come to an end. So you would have you would have loved to have no. seen him more the as age him. Age him more. <laughs> well it's like it's 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 nature. Yeah. It's it, it obviously everybody's gonna to have to face that day. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So somebody like a Ewan McGregor that's so perfectly cast as Obi-Wan, it kind of makes you think, like, I wish we would have had more time with him. As yeah. Well. Even though he's, you know, 20 years or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Well, that's yeah. been our show. We'll see you next, next week on next, Hot next week. Takes. Hot Takes, yeah. Take care. Be safe. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. For show updates, follow us on Substack and Twitter. Links are in the description. You can find new episodes weekly on whichever podcast platform you swore allegiance to.